Welcome to the podcast today. We are Cambric. And I'm Jasmine. And today we have Amanda DeFries with us. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing great. So Amanda, tell us what you do in the wedding industry. So in the wedding industry, I'm a photographer and videographer. I do media production. Um, I create photo albums for uh, brides and couples, as well as do like wedding highlight videos as well. Wow. So you kind of do it all. It all. How <laughs> yes. long have you been doing that, Amanda? Um, for the last two years, I'm fairly new to the wedding industry. I've been doing media for about three years, um, but I've been recently interested in getting in the wedding industry and I've done a few weddings, but I'm really excited that the wedding industry is picking up, especially after the pandemic and definitely getting a lot more experience on my hands. That is awesome. What have you noticed is kind of trending or popular right now in the wedding industry? Well, obviously, due to the current situation the world is in right now, a lot of people are having less of really large weddings and doing a lot of smaller intimate weddings. And I honestly agree with that as if I if I were to have my own wedding I would want a smaller intimate wedding I wouldn't want to make it really big with a lot of people and I honestly feel like having a smaller intimate wedding with you know a group of close family friends um, makes the memories even more special so in terms of your photography and videography does it help you like produce better quality like how how does that help you if there's a smaller wedding well For one, um, having a smaller intimate wedding, um, it definitely helps me in terms of like shot lists, um, helps me not have as many people to like include in the shots, if that makes sense. So there's, Mm -hmm. whereas a bigger wedding, which I did recently um, this past Sunday, you kind of have to make sure that you get almost everybody in the shot and make sure not to miss anybody because essentially for that couple, that is their special day and they want to remember all the guests that came. So when you're going to a wedding of a hundred plus people, it's really hard to remember who you took pictures of and who you (laughs) didn't. So you want to make sure to include um, as many people as possible, but definitely having it in that smaller intimate setting um, helps it one, be a little bit more coordinated and two, um, helps the process go a little bit smoother in terms of making sure that you include everybody um, in it. And I honestly feel like the coordination of planning something that has a smaller amount of people goes way more smoothly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It does. So Amanda, you have a lot that you do in the wedding industry, but what would you say is your specialty right now? Um, My specialty right now is um, I do, like I said, wedding highlight videos. Um, I capture, of course, the speeches and the vows and I make it something like very cinematic. Um, Mm -hmm. And while I do have uh, experience in wedding photography, um, a lot of people uh, prefer me to do videos simply because I have such an eye for visual uh, storytelling. And I believe that capturing the moment and making you know, that couple's special day turned into almost like a movie trailer in a way um, really brings out the emotion and captures the essence of their love story. And I think yeah. that's something that's very powerful and very um, something special and to hold in your heart. And, and I really like how um, that is like, for instance, my parents got married uh, what almost over 25 years ago mm-hmm. and their their you know wedding videos just someone with a camcorder documenting the <laughs> ceremony and whatnot <laughs> but you know being able to look back on it and hear the vows and just see everything um, in my industry so cinematic and transition so smoothly it, it's 
it's one easier to watch and and two just makes it that's much that much more special for the wedding couple to be able to look back on um, if they ever so choose to yeah that totally makes sense I mean I think that's important to every bride as well right right Amanda what is the best way for brides to contact you the best way for brides to contact me is adefreeze.joyphotoandvideo at gmail.com. Nice. Okay, perfect. And then, okay, so in your opinion, I think you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but why do you think that a bride needs a photographer or videographer on their wedding day? Like I said, it's all about the memories and I'm all about not only capturing everybody's, you know, inner beauty because I love capturing the beauty and the story behind the lens, but memories are utmost important um, these days and capturing memories of your wedding day is really worth it, like I said, to look back on. And and I think it's just such a special uh, thing to, you know, look back on whenever in five years, 10 years, 25 years, you will have that um, as something to really remember. Yeah, absolutely. Super special. Um, How soon should a bride look for a photographer or videographer before their wedding? Honestly, as soon as possible. Um, Photographers and videographers like myself, I'm actually getting booked quite frequently a lot. And even now I'm getting booked into way late 2022. And people's availability, um, especially people in the industry like myself, are getting booked because the demand is so high these days for media. Um, So definitely uh, look as much as you can and definitely try to book as soon as possible when you have the date and venue um, already set. That's crazy. Clearing the 2022. Holy cow. (laughs) Um, What, what should a bride look for when they are going to hire a videographer or a photographer? Well, definitely everybody has their own different type of style of photography and videography. Yes, while people can compare and and whatnot, definitely everybody has their own uniqueness that they bring to the table. So number one, make sure that you are a fan of that that photographer's work because essentially that person is going to be the person doing your photo and or video. Of course, that like their style and and really appreciate um, their work because that is essentially what's going to happen and you're going to be delivered with that same similar work on your wedding day and number two make sure uh, when looking into a photographer that they're a huge people person that you're really comfortable with them of course like they're going to essentially be sharing and capturing that special day of yours so making sure that you're super uh, comfortable with your photographer and or videographer um, is really important. Communication is utmost important. So they know, you know, what the timeline of the day is like and, and making sure that, you know, some of the clients that I've had um, are some of my greatest friends to this day. And, and honestly, I, that's the reason why I love what I do is because I get to make these connections and, and make new friends with all these different um kinds of people that come from many different backgrounds so definitely making sure that you're utmost comfortable um, with that person um, is really important it definitely is um <clears throat> my photographer had a had a great style but honestly I wasn't super comfortable with her really so I kind of wish I could go back and kind of you know mm-hmm. meet others and yeah. so I think that's great advice Amanda um if you could give about three three tips to brides what would you tell them well, um, something that most people don't know about me is that um, I actually um, 
at one point in my life was planning my own wedding. And so I kind of learned the ins and outs of planning a wedding. Um, mm -hmm. And so number one, communicating with your partner on preferences is utmost importance. You know, I'm pretty sure you've heard this. It's small versus big wedding. DJ versus mm -hmm. band, et cetera, et cetera, so that you're not really clashing. Of course, you know, most of the time the grooms let the brides like, you know, choose their day, but it's really important that both um, partners, you know, agree on something because mm -hmm. it is their, it is essentially their big day. So of course, communication with your partner on what you want for your wedding is really important. Number two is make a list of vendors. Like I said, look for photographers. If you have a couple in mind, you know, have a, you know, make sure that you have a list of them and, and go down, you know, with your partner. It all connects with the, with each other. One, communicate with your partner. Two, make a list of vendors and make sure that you have, like, for instance, catering. Make a list of some catering uh, decisions or companies that you have in mind. Photographers, same thing. Venues, same thing. And number three is always have a plan B and C. So these kind of three tips kind of, like I said, correlate with each other. Um, making yeah. sure that you have a B, uh, plan B and C. But for instance, if one wedding venue doesn't have that date, go to the next one and the next one. Same thing with the photographer. Like I said, photographers and videographers get booked all the time. So if one doesn't work out for you, go to the next one and so on. So definitely um, having all those different tools in mind did, can make the stress of planning a wedding uh, way less stressful in yeah. my personal experience and being prepared in general and communication is utmost key to making sure that your big day is super special. Yeah, I like the advice of getting your spouse involved. I think sometimes we just override them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was too. <laughs> All right. So on the flip side of that, what are some things that you think they should avoid so number one is avoid really vague contracts. You want to make sure that whatever contract you're signing, whether it's a venue, photographer, videographer, or catering, um, whatever contract um, that, you, that you have, make sure to read the fine print. Because for any reason, if you need to cancel, change the date, or anything, you want to make sure that one, your money's not going to waste. And and two that you're not screwed over in the end and I think that's really important there's been in my case I've had to cancel my own personal wedding and fortunately um, I was able to just cancel it and not have to pay a huge fee but I know in a lot of other people's situations they don't get their money back and that's you know a wedding is not cheap it's yeah it can be very pricey depending on your budget and for any reason if you need to change a date or cancel um not getting that money back can put you in a lot of financial distress. Yeah, you um, got to read that fine print, right? Yes. Number two is never settle for less. Like I said, this is your big day. You know, if a vendor d doesn't work out or, for instance, um, you want to pick a photographer or videographer, but you're not necessarily a fan of their work, you're just going for them based on price, um, <laughs> definitely it is your special day. Like, pick what you want, um, of course, within your budget range, but don't just go for people who are cheap. Um, yeah, that's for sure. definitely a huge thing. Um, and number three, um, I put no, don't let toxic family members ruin your big day. A lot of things that I've learned in my life, um, I'm a huge person that's about positive energy and personal growth. And I've learned to cut out a lot of t negativity from my life. So if there's anybody who doesn't want to support you know, the two of you in love or whatnot, then they're not worth keeping in your life. And, um, you know, if it's okay to let negative energy go, because 
I'm a big person that's all about moving forward with my life and, mm-hmm. and keeping a positive attitude. So, um, like I said, don't, you know, let negative energy into your life, especially on your wedding day. Um, I know it can be stressful already as it is. So yeah, you don't need any extra, extra stress there. Right. 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 So definitely keeping the the day as smooth and as positive as possible. The more that you surround yourself with positive, like-minded people, the better it's going to be just in life in general. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Amanda, do you have a favorite wedding experience that you can tell us about? Yes, I actually did a wedding just this recent weekend, and um, it was actually my first time being with a team. So I was, um, I've been doing freelance photography and videography solely by myself, and Mm -hmm. it's definitely can be taxing just being me doing the business side and the shooting and the post-production. I put that all, I don't know how I do it, honestly, but um, it's definitely been nice because I've been able to expand myself and be a contractor for other studios and Mm -hmm. definitely being able to work with other people is such a blessing. Um, I come from a small town. Um, I was in, uh, I went to Texas A&M Kingsville and in Kingsville, the only creative that I knew was myself. So I was getting hired to do so many (laughs) weddings and so, so many different shoots. So I wasn't really able to collaborate with people on that. So being able to meet people who do the same things that I do and to learn from them and to learn their ways and to see how I could pick up on their creative ideas and expand more um, as a content creator, that was amazing. And honestly, being able to meet people who have that same mindset and passion as you was great like for instance uh we were at this wedding and the wedding was beautiful it was the couple was the, was great they did have a big way a, a big wedding um but it was really really fun because it had been the first wedding that i've done since covid um so i was a little eerie about it but it was really really fun everybody was super safe you know masks and everything and social distancing um but it was really fun because there were times when we weren't shooting and, you know, taking breaks that we would crack jokes here and there. And we were even dancing in the reception. Like, you know, if there's not too much, if no one was on the dance floor, the media team would be dancing, just having (laughs) fun. And it was just really, really cool because um, I just recently moved to San Antonio. So I don't really know a lot of people here. Um, So being able to surround myself with more positive energy and like-minded people was just absolutely amazing. And I had a really phenomenal experience um, just being around people in general. I, I'm, I know a lot of people um, in this, uh, you know, current situation have been quarantined and been cooped up, but definitely getting back out there um, and and being able to spend time with with these positive, awesome people was yeah. just an amazing experience. That's awesome. OK, and then do you have any special offers for our listeners today? Um, yes. So I have a full day uh, photo or video 15 percent off. What? <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, and how do they redeem that? Um, you mentioned code um when you say uh when you use the word podcast during initial consultation. Okay. So they just need to mention that they heard it here and then they can get that discount from you? Yes. Perfect. Sweet. And how long is that offer going on for? Till the end of this year. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Amanda, we have loved chatting with you and we appreciate all your insights and tips from an insider in the industry. And we just, we hope we can talk with you again soon. Of course. Having me.
Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much, Amanda. We will talk to you later. All right. Sounds great. The Bride to Be podcast is officially sponsored by Joy Photo and Video. Joy Photo and Video offers wedding photography and videography throughout the country and offers the best bride experience possible. Experience the joy with Joy Photo and Video.